Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. We are naughty today. My oh. name is Rob Shooter. I'm a host and I'm joined by our equally naughty friend, Donnie Meacham. How are you, Donnie? Hello, hello, hello. It is Wednesday, my favorite day of the week. My goodness. Rob is naughty. It Tony, his favorite thing to do is he loves to just make me cackle and then he goes, all right, we're on. And I'm like, wait, wait, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm I did laughing. the countdown. It's Five, awful. four, three. And you were coughing up a storm. Do you have a tickle in your throat, yes. darling? Yes, I've had this cough. I'm telling you, it's like seasonal allergies, seasonal it's allergies. depression. It's yeah. all the seasons happening. You know what it is? It's LA. Get back to healthy New York. Oh, yeah. Where it's also dirty. <laughs> I know. I know. You know what? My theory is if you can survive New York, your body becomes immune to everything because there's disease dish. everywhere. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's disgusting. You literally, you're like, I'm touching a handrail on a subway <laughs> that millions of people are touching a day. Millions. <laughs> it's just, I love it. I love it. I love, love it. it. Okay, let's jump into the show. So we have a lot of gossip today. Ooh. What time is it, my friends? It is tea, tea time. time. Bombshells coming out of Britney's book. So Britney is not doing any interviews. The book is not out yet. But what they did, and I think this is very smart, is they did a cover of People magazine where I believe they gave them excerpts from the book. They're saying that they interviewed her, but I think these are actual uh, excerpts from the book. Maybe the biggest one is Britney is revealing that she had an abortion because Justin Timberlake didn't want to be a father. So she's kept this private for 20 years and in her upcoming book she reveals that when she was dating Justin she became pregnant with his baby and had an abortion. She said the following quote, Justin definitely wasn't happy about the pregnancy. He said we weren't ready to have a baby in our lives and we were too young. At the time she was 17, he was 18. They got together I think in 1999 until around 2002. So a big 
big bombshell since her relationship with Justin. Brittany went on to become a mother welcoming two sons, Sean Preston, who's now 18, can you believe it? And Jade and James, who is 17 with her second husband, Kevin Feather line. The memoir comes out nearly two years after Britney was released from her court order conservatorship that lasted for 13 years. Hey, what do you think about this bombshell, Donna? Uh, it really is a shocker. Like when I mm. saw the post, I was like, what? Excuse me? Mm. But I think what's also shocking is that they were able to keep this secret for yes. so long. I think what I really, the deep part of me that really wants to know is, here it talks about how she says Justin wasn't happy, Justin wasn't ready. I want to know, like, maybe in the book, it's like, does she write about how she felt at the moment? Did she oh. want the baby? Did she want to try and do it? And was it something that he wanted her to do? I think that's the interesting part. Yeah, we've not seen the book yet, so yeah. we don't know that. I'm sure her editors, her ghostwriter, pushed her to tell that side of the story. These books are the best after they release a bombshell when they followed that up with how it made them feel. The bombshell itself, that's the headline, that's the clickbait, that's going to get us all talking. But I find that interesting too. And I hope the book, I'm sure the book does jump into this. How did she feel? She was only 17, biggest pop star in the world at the time. Would having a baby back then have changed everything? Yes. Even today, it can be quite shocking. I broke that Jamie Lynn Spears was pregnant on the cover of OK Magazine. That was a bombshell, but that was many years later. This really was back in 1999, in the year 2000, had Britney come out with the fact that she was pregnant would have her career disappeared? Would have her young fan base turned on her? Would have the parents of those young fans turned on Britney? Because although Britney was a little naughty, she was also squeaky clean. That's why she became such a big star. She appealed to so many different people. Now, Justin has not responded yet. I sent out a, an email, a comment call to his PR people. He has not responded, which brings us to our poll question of the day. Britney Spears revealed that she had an abortion because Justin Timberlake wasn't ready to be a father. Should Justin respond? This is a bombshell. He's part of this story. I don't want to take this story away from the person that was pregnant. I don't want to take this story away from Britney Spears. But Justin's name was evoked. She brought up Justin. Should he respond? I think that's a legit question. It's a tough one. But should he respond... As of now, he hasn't, but should he? Hey, go vote on our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob. Our Facebook page is Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. Hey, Donnie, what are you working on? I've got more Britney Spears mm. news, but uh, going back real quick to Justin, do you think he told Jessica Beale before this book came out? And do you think I she think would care? If he's, I think if he's smart and he is. He feared the worst. My reporting was he was trying to get hold of an advanced copy of this book and he couldn't. It's like the Harry Potter book. Yeah. You can't get hold of this book. So if I was Justin, I would have told my wife everything, assuming the worst is going to come out. And so I hope he did. The trouble is, when you don't know what's going to come out, <laughs> do you want to reveal 
too much. much and then Britney actually never mentioned that like, so it's awfully complicated when you know you've done something bad you don't have to be Britney Spears you don't have to be Justin Timberlake to know this when you've done something naughty in your own life and you think it's going to leak do you reveal everything or do you reveal just a little bit very complicated another Britney Spears story what else is she revealing so we all know when she shaved off her head it was a wild time in 2007 and she was acting out. But Brittany had really kind of stayed quiet on the situation. Well, now she's uh, speaking out. She goes, basically explaining why she shaved her head mm. off. And she goes, I'd been eyeballed so much growing up. I'd been looked up and down. Had people telling me what they thought of my body since I was a teenager. Shaving mm. my head and acting out were my ways of pushing back. It's like, wow. It makes you almost like, I remember at that time we were all worried about Britney, but we all called her crazy. We all were like, oh, she's gone crazy. She's Mm. doing this and that. And now I look back on that and I go, it was a cry for help. Cry for help. It was her way of saying, screw you, basically. Like, I'm tired of you judging me. I so judge me for you know stop looking at me if I shave my head maybe you'll stop looking I think it worked against her amazing how you can look at the same event in a very different way when you have all the information at the time we thought she was crazy now it seems it was a cry for help and to be honest Brittany is implying that she was more crazy when she had long blonde hair than when she shaved her head. She didn't want to be Britney Spears anymore. She didn't want those extensions. She didn't want to sit in a hair and makeup chair. She didn't want to be perfect. We were sold a false bill of goods on Britney by her record label. And in the end, that backfired, not necessarily for the label. They made a ton of money. But for Britney, she wasn't that perfect perfect person that we were told she was and she had to live with that every day and so her shaving her head was her way of breaking free in fact it was her being truthful this was her truth she didn't want to be britney spears anymore yeah, it's wild. And she goes on to talk a little bit about the conservatorship. And she says that, you know, when she was put under the conservatorship, you know, her dad made her grow her hair back, get back into shape. She mm. had to go to bed early. She had to take whatever medication they told her to take. And Ugh. then she goes on to talk about, you know, her career, basically, and doing the Pieces of Me Las Vegas tour, which residency, which we know was a little bit of a mess. And she mm. goes, I would do creative stuff here and there. She goes, but I just wasn't into it. Her heart Ugh. wasn't there. And you, you could, could tell. see it in her you could see eyes. It. Yeah, you could see it. I saw that show. She was just phoning it in. And at the time, we thought she was highly medicated. She might have been, but she just wasn't into it. I'm hoping that now Brittany has told her story. I'm, I'm hoping that now this book has come out, that she gets back into something she loves. I'm not telling her to go back to perform. If she doesn't want to do it, never do it again. You owe us nothing, Britney Spears. You've given us so much in your life. You owe us nothing. But if you do want to perform, I'm telling you that audience is there. We want to see it. Oh, absolutely. Honey, I'm there. I'll, it's a four hour drive to Vegas. Baby. I'll go there tonight. What do you need from me? <laughs> just just su- just such amazing revelations. This book is, is going to be much more impactful than, than I thought. I feared it would be a little bit dull, but that clearly is not the case. Moving along, Christina Aguilera was asked about how does she feel about the upcoming book. So Christina was on Jimmy Kimmel Live and Jimmy, he's so cheeky, he asked her, do you want to be in the book? Do you think that you will be in the book? And Christina said, dude, I don't know. Then he said, well, do you hope to be in it? And she said, I don't know. 
I'm hoping that everything is all good with her and everything's beautiful. And I think the future should be celebrated. But Jimmy did not stop there. After asking, after asking whether Christina would prefer to be included or left out of the book, the late night host joked himself that he'd rather be featured in it if he was given a chance. And she said, good for you. I would rather you be featured in it than me too. <laughs> what do you think here? These two have a history together. They were really pitted against each other when they were coming up in their music business. All that rivalry. You were either a fan of Christina's, you were a fan of Britney, you couldn't like both of them. It reminds me of what we're doing right now with Meghan Markle and Kate Middleton. But at the time, it was Britney and Christina. You know, this is a story that has been going on a long time. Remember when it was Debbie Gibson versus Tiffany? We always like to pit people against each other. At the moment, I guess it's Taylor Swift versus Beyonce. Well, Christina is saying she just doesn't really know how she feels about all this. She's lived with it for a really long time. Do you think she would like to be in the book or just ignored? What do you think? Uh, ultimately, I think Christina would personally love to not be mentioned in the book because mm-hmm. I think, you know, the Britney fans are going to go after anybody that's mentioned in the book uh, negatively. Uh, I think if Christina Aguilar is mentioned in this book, I think, to be honest, it'll be squashing the rumors. I think it'll be oh. a little blurb of her being like talking about how she was pitted against Christina. Yeah. And yet, ultimately, I don't think I can't remember a time that either of them ever said anything negative about each other publicly. Huh. Yeah, so we like, all said it on their behalf. Yes. We, we were the ones that were saying it. They never yeah. did. It's so interesting. That would be a lovely chapter paragraph in the book. If Britney said, I really respect her. She's got yeah, an incredible she's voice. She's a great musician. I've always really liked her. I'd love to record with her. Yes. Wouldn't it be lovely if this book could bury that? Bury that drama. Bury that narrative that two powerful women have to be at each other's throats. Once again, we have not seen the book yet. People magazine got hold of an excerpt, an exclusive excerpt. So all this is coming from that. But it is interesting. Clearly, Justin Timberlake would rather not be mentioned in the book. (laughs) Christina may be true. Okay, moving on to a new subject. Tom Cruise is reportedly... uh, not very happy with the Beckhams. What's going on? Uh, so, Tom Cruise, when the Beckhams kind of came to town, moved over from England, David and Victoria, Tom Cruise kind of took him under his wing. And he literally, as the report says, gave them the key to the city. Mm. Now, I mean, reportedly he was trying to recruit them for the Church of Scientology. <laughs> so, I mean, let's, we might want to point that out. Yes. And, uh, but now he's feeling that... He introduced them to everybody important in Hollywood, and they chucked him. Like, they weren't about it. They weren't fans. Now, if this is true, and they just were like, I think it's because maybe they didn't want to be in Scientology. I think they were just like, you know, maybe that's not for me. And if you're going to be friends with Tom, maybe you have to be part of it. Yeah. Yeah, he really did roll out the red carpet. So when they turned up in L.A., they were going to be the big news sensations. Remember, there was a reality hour, too, on their arrival in L.A., and it didn't do very well. It was a great show. It was was fascinating to watch. You know, he's a superstar. She's a Spice Girl. But they didn't quite take over America the way that they thought they would, like the Kardashians, for instance. Tom really did try quite hard to introduce them to everybody. Although, let, let, let's be clear here. This isn't Tom Cruise introducing Donnie and my good self. He's <laughs> David Beckham. They don't really need Tom Cruise. Like, David Beckham can David Beckham. ring wrong, ding dong, there's somebody at the door, it's David Beckham. The door's going to open. Remember when we used to have a show where we sang There's Somebody at 
the door. The somebody, yeah. The I know, door. I missed that show. Aww. It was such a great show. And so I sort of think here, this might be a little bit exaggerated. I think what happened here is that Tom wanted them to become part of Scientology. It's a really big thing for him. He would argue that he was doing them a favour. He was showing them the light. This is a wonderful thing. They would argue, we don't want to give 10% of our income to Scientology. <laughs> and so they ultimately did have a, I don't want to say falling out, but it didn't quite connect. But how many times has that happened to you? You meet somebody, you think they're going to be your new best friend. I've got this new person in my life. I love them, I love them, I love them. And then six weeks from now, you're like, oh, do I have to go for drinks with them? It happens to me quite a yeah, lot. Yeah, it happens often, especially in this business. I mean, Tom, David, and Victoria, they're in the business. It happens is you meet somebody, you're like, oh, they have a job here. You guys should be friends. You hang yeah. out, and you're like, oh, we're going to be fabulous friends. And then after a while, you're like, are we really going to be friends? <laughs> like, do we have anything in common? Did you know we were going to be friends when we first met? It was through a job. We didn't meet through mutual friends. You were my producer, and I didn't even pick you. I got assigned you. I was I like, who's, who's the skinny mini? I, I knew we were going to be friends because the second I stopped recording, me and you said, girl, let me tell you about this. And we gossip. And oh, we went to Batino's. And we gossiped oh, more. I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to be friends. Oh, we, I think we did the show at three o'clock, which yes. meant by four we were we were done. Well, four was a little aggressive to go yeah. drinking, so we used to <laughs> pretend to have an hour break, and I'll meet yeah. you at five. Yeah. And you would do whatever you'd do, twizzle those knobs and post <laughs> the show. And I'd come home and have a sit down, have a cup of tea, and then we'd meet at Botino's. Oh, I knew we were going to be friends, but Tom, Beckham's, guess it's not meant to be. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. Welcome back to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm Rob Shooter with our dear friend Donnie Meacham. Hey, Donnie, let's get to the polls. Da, 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 da. Da. Last show we talked about how Harry and Meghan were spotted vacationing together in a very exclusive place. This place is where billionaires go to escape millionaires. Boo-hoo. Is this a good look for them or is this just out of touch? Let's have a look. Oh, Nortice, you're so positive. 70% said it is good for them. Go on vacation. He's a prince. He's got a lot of money. I don't think he's got a billion, but he has access to all of this. And if I had access to billionaires, Donnie, you and me would be in our thongs on this island right now. I'd be running around like, hey, girl, hey. Hello, trying to find yourself hello, a hello, bit hello, sugar, hello. daddy. Mm-hmm. I'd be ding dying somebody you. at the door. It's daddy. Where's my billionaire? <laughs> I would take a millionaire. Forget <laughs> Billy. I'd take, please, Billy. I'd take somebody who's got 10,000 in the bank account. I don't know, maybe five. Okay, don't forget to vote on today's poll. Go to our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob. Our Facebook page is Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. And now... It's time for our very unusual, but they are the nicest of the day. Nice of the day is uh, Will Smith's kids. Because they came out and said they feel bad for their dad and wish some of their family's private life remained private. So Willow and Jaden Smith, they were, according to a source, you know, spoke to Entertainment Tonight. And the kids are, you know, feeling bad for their dad. But, uh... Yeah, because headlines have come out. They've been separated for seven years. All this stuff had happened. And they're just like, you know, maybe you didn't have to tell everything, Mom. Like, Mom, seriously, like, you could have kept some of this stuff private. Because it's interesting, though, like, after the slap, the Chris Rock slap, obviously, Mm -hmm. everyone kind of thought Will was a terrible person. But now all this stuff's coming out. And people are like, maybe Will's not. Maybe Will's not uh, so bad. I never thought I'd ever hear that, but you're right. Jada has been so out there. I actually feel sorry for Will Smith. I, I don't think that's what she was planning with the book. 
But now I'm like, oh my goodness, poor Will, I'm with the kids on this one. Something, and I'm a gossip columnist, I'm yeah. very nosy. Even I think some things are better left unsead. Our nicest of the day, and now our naughtiest of the day, naughty, Gee. naughty, naughty. Alicia Keys has deleted an Instagram post about paragliding, sparking a backlash amid the Israeli Hamas war. So the singer posted a photograph of herself wearing a motorcycle jacket and asked her followers the, the following question. What would you do if you weren't afraid of anything? Tell me the truth. I've had my eyes on paragliding. The caption sparked a flood of comments. People are furious because the Hamas terrorists paraglided into the Israeli music festival just a few days ago. Now, Alicia has removed this post saying that it was completely unrelated to anything that is going on in the world at the moment. And our heart has been breaking I pray for and stand for peace. I believe Alicia here. I don't think it was was related, but maybe subconsciously it was. Think before you post stuff. There's a bigger world out there than just you, 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 you. Think about it. Okay, let's end with a moment of Rob. You got a Rob, you got a Rob, you got a Rob. You get a Rob. Curiosity will conquer fear even more than bravery will. Be curious, be nosy, be interested in life. Being frightened is not a good thing. And if you want to stop that, be curious. Find answers. That's all that curiosity is about. It's looking for answers. Hey, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening to the Naughty But Nice with Rob and Donnie show, a production of iHeartRadio. Don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Leave us a review if you can. And remember, all together now, if you're going to be naughty, you've got to be what, Donnie? Nice. Yeah. Take care, everybody. It's naughty but nice with Rob. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.